Everybody has a podcast. Podcast. I gotta get on on that cackling, Grant Mills. Sound like you had a good weekend, good ass weekend. Was it that good? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't oh, that's good or not? <laughs> that sounds good. How was your weekend, my friend? Oh, it was it was pretty down to earth. Uh, we had a three year old birthday party to host. Those are always fun. You know what the, the the weird thing about that is? It's not the kids. Kids can play and adapt and shit. It's the adults. You got to meet a lot of adults. You don't know they're bringing their kids from the school and the daycare. You got to do the small talk, like, oh, hey man, oh, so where do you work at? 
ah, that's the worst part about it. But really, it was fun. We had a great time. Kids had a great time. And uh, a lot of, another family weekend for Jay Wiggy. Family. Was there any milfs up in that yeah, hood? Was... Sadly, no. The fit. You know, I would Too say... I'm, I'm trying to think, but man, no. There, well, that's a good thing, man. You can get caught by the wife. I think most of them had, had turned that maternal. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At the three-year-old party. That's that's hell to pay. That's hell to pay. But nah, mo most of them have turned that maternal corner and have adopted the mom look, the frumpy, uh, you know, they don't give a shit. They're bringing their kids. They're going to get dirty. Yeah, yeah I got you. Hey, but, yeah. you know. So, hey, some of them can rock it, though. Some of them can rock it for real. But uh, at this one, sadly, Grant Mills, and I know Wiss will ask later about it. So I'll go ahead and say there was nothing there that would have uh, suited y'all's fancy. Wiss might be late, man. He told me his cat has osteoarthritis. He's uh, taking <laughs> Yeah, I heard that shit. Damn. <laughs> He might be a little bit late, but he is coming. Coming on in, man. So, yeah, week, week interview. So I know we had the full weekend with kids and fam. How was your week, man? Pretty regular week. Any weird stories from the road? You know, I was actually at the house most of last week doing some at-home work. But you know what I got into? I actually... Uh... You know, we, we go down a lot of nostalgia on this show, and I didn't realize. Uh, I've been given a lot of uh, streaming services a try, see what kind of shows they have. Tried Paramount Plus, it's been pretty cool. But man, I didn't realize these motherfuckers have a lot of old Nickelodeon throwback shows like Legends of the Hidden Temple and Doug. So I, this may be boring. I did not get out and do anything exciting. But man, I went on a deep dive for Legends of the Hidden Temple. Watched a ton of this shit at night while eating dinner. Man, I fucking got mad at this shit. These kids are terrible at they fucking going through the hidden temple and shit. But it was fun, man. It was tons of nostalgia. As exciting as I am, I watched 90s kid shows from Nickelodeon. Well, that's cool, man. I really didn't do uh, too much uh, this weekend either. Nickelodeon, I never uh, was too big on um, like that show. I don't even know what that is. But the one show that I did watch on that was uh, you can't do that on television. That's pretty oh, like really, fuck really yeah. old. <laughs> Dating myself on that one, but that, like a cool show. Um, I can't even really explain like uh, your, what it, my yeah. of it back then. How cool it was. I remember it really well, and I think I actually saw some of that, and it is actually on Paramount Plus. Uh, they have the first season though. Um, Man, the first season was 1979, so they don't have all the seasons. But I remember that in the 80s as a really young kid. How would you describe that? Maybe as a kid's – was it kind of like a kid's sketch, SNL maybe? I, you know what? I was just about to say it was like the kids in living color or like okay. SNL, or, you know, with the slime. You got slime for saying – was it I don't know? It was like some phrase you said, and you yeah. got sold with the slime, hit with the slime, man. And they actually had some funny skits and stuff, and it seemed like, uh, I don't know, pretty cool back in the day. So, Yeah, there was some good shit back on uh, Nickelodeon back then. And, uh, man, it, it, it's good. That nostalgia, man, they, they made good shows back then. I feel like they don't have that originality uh, 
like nowadays. You know, and they have game shows, but most of them now are reality shit. And you don't see a lot of shit just for kids. When you were a kid growing up in the 80s and 90s, man, you dreamed of being on that kind of shit. Yeah, they had cool shit back then. Now everything's non-original, but I mean, I don't know. I guess it's kind of, you know, I try to look at both sides, man. I mean, it's kind of hard to be original. So much shit's been done, but. Right, yeah. It's it's, it's tough, man. And, uh, you know, I, I I think also there's just a lack of imagination now. I mean, oh, yeah. you don't have to have it. you got things that create shit for you. you got the uh, chat GPT that's writing shit for you. You've got so much information. You don't have to go to the fucking library or anything and, and research. Um, you know, you don't have to just sit around on a summer day and <laughs> think, uh, you know, no TV and shit. Yeah, man, it's it's a lot different. Uh, I kind of, you know, when I was when I was thinking about this whole podcast, I was like, should I do a vodcast too? I'm like, man, you know, fuck all that. Let's just go with the straight audio, man. I think it engages a different part of the imagination and brain that is otherwise negated by uh, the images that are on screen, whether it be the TV or, uh, you know, internet. You already have these images that are there, so. Yeah, there's no imagination. I sound like an old librarian, but like your brain just isn't not it's not gonna engage and like that's just that's just uh pretty real. So Yeah, help it too. Yeah, and uh so you know. But hold on, what's up? What's going on on the on the thing I'm gonna do? Slighten up a minute and say, What who is this? <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, man. Hear. That's uh that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how's y'all weekend? Pretty good, pretty good, man. We were just talking about that right now at the uh, moment. You a good one, though. Jay Wiggy was at a kid's birthday party. Uh, I didn't do too much shit, blacked out, drunk a little bit, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. Some other shit. I was going to get my car washed, but like I haven't done that shit. Like my favorite car wash is going through its crazy ass renovation, man. I've been down there like twice. And I'm like, man, fuck. That means I got to go to an automatic car wash. And I'm like, man. You know, a new automatic car wash, I'm like, man, I'm a little bit, like, weird. But I don't want to do that shit myself because every muscle in my body will hurt the next day. Have you ever tried to wash a car, like, fucking like a real man? <laughs> That's why uh, I, don't I look at their copter and their truck after they get done with that shit because it fucking hurts. It's going to hurt the next day. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, maybe look at the fruits of my labor, goddammit. <laughs> maybe admiring that shit, man. Don't fuck no, dude. Dude, I, that's one of those manly jobs that I fucking suck at. I, I feel like every time I wash my car and shit, it gets streaks and stuff. It looks worse almost. I, I don't know what Yeah, I suck at it too. Yeah, I, I'll admit that. I'm terrible at it. I, I'll take it somewhere. But you're right, man. Going from one to another, some of them doing a lot better. You got to have it where the kids are up front and hitting it with the brush and shit first. Uh, and then roll through, just going straight through the goddamn, uh, yeah, yeah, auto wash rough, yeah. Well, that one on the fucking P way, man, you know, that was the lick, dude. That was good and go through, wasn't that bad. But now, man, I don't know what they're doing to it. I always thought, man, that that would be a prime time spot to buy if you have money and turn it total automatic. And I bet that's what they're fucking doing because the guys are getting fucking old, and that's just like it was a family run business, so they either sold it. And, you know, 
big big businesses getting on that motherfucker and doing what I thought they would do and turning it into you know a fully automatic deal, which would be fucking genius out there actually. Um, or maybe have one guy out there or something. I don't know. It would it would depend, but uh, it would definitely still make a fucking great money either way. But uh, yeah, man, that motherfucker's gutted. They've been doing shit to it. I'm like, man, I don't know which one I want to go to. I got one right out here, and then. I don't know, man. Shit, there's another one. You know, with me going down, riding out every day, you know, I see car washes all the time. But then I'm just like, man, I don't know. I just need to go ahead and do that shit. I'm being a puss. Yeah. Man, it's, God, getting it right, though, is tough. You got to go to the car wash. I just, I think I'm at this point, I'm over the hill to learn how to wash my car effectively. Don't get me wrong now. If it's really fucking dirty, I mean, I'm fucking hose it off and shit. Try to scrub it down. I can clean the inside like a motherfucker, make it look like a dream. Oh yeah, that's the one thing that uh that I won't take my shit nowhere to do the full service. I don't trust fools. I just rather go run it through somewhere. That's all I'm doing because I take care of the inside, man. I bought two fucking vacs for that shit, and then I think I'm gonna buy another one for like to go in between like the hard parts because you don't need a lot. Those vacs at the place generally suck anyway. You know what I mean? They're not that great. Oh. They whack. They do the yeah. deal, but I mean, for like the real getting in between shit, you know? Yeah. And then for some reason, I know that shit's going into a big ass canister, but I, I was down there one time and I saw the person open up the canister to empty it and shit, man. That thing was nasty inside. And I feel like if it like goes back or vacuum, I don't know. The vacuum just seemed like they stink and shit. I'll put their other people's shit in my car even though it's sucking it away if it makes sense i don't know it's it's sucked up a lot of nasty shit i don't want to put it on my floor to suck up shit it's like a nasty hoe that's sucked a bunch of wieners out <laughs> i mean well, you don't want to be, like i don't want to be hanging out of the car wash vacuuming my shit anyway i just rather run through the motherfucker and be done with it you know what i mean so yeah that sounds like a good way to get robbed for some reasons <laughs> yeah 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 for sure for sure Hello. Yeah. You know what else? You know who's a good band from the 90s? I kind of did. I was doing a little, you know, a little dive on 90s bands, man. Um, so, Blues Traveler. Oh, oh. So, you know, they had that one hit. Run around, run around, run around. And uh, everybody liked that. Some good song. But, like, man, that was, a, that, was a really, that was a really good band. You know, they got some good shit. And uh, that fucking John Popper, that fat bastard just seemed pretty good. It's also a bunch of weight, though, and uh, I think they're playing in Montgomery, man. I ought to go out to that motherfucker, but they're a really fucking kick-ass band, man. I hate that I missed out on them, except for that one song. Yeah. Everybody fucking loved. What was that song? That uh, you, Run you, Around. Run Around, that's right, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, you know, I heard a lot about them. I, I played some of their songs when I was a DJ at a local skating rink for two years. Um, kind of introduced me to some music, but we had to keep the... Uh, the music all pg maybe some pg 13 uh yeah man kind of underrated so you said there's are they they're still touring they are still touring i think they're gonna be in montgomery uh the next date that's around the south and uh so yeah man john popper he's just he's underrated that dude can sing and you know i you know i'm not you know mr I love to watch a man sing, but I mean, a dude can fucking belt it out, man. He's pretty good, and uh, that's that's a fucking kick-ass band. So, I mean, you gotta appreciate, yeah. Sure, man. I was watching some of the uh, reruns of uh, Howard Stern had the birthday bash when he was at K Rock, 
And I was looking at it, I was like, God, Howard Stern should be so cool. And he had the straight hair. He was like an asshole. And, uh, man, God, he sucks now. I fucking hate him. Yeah, that was another uh, thing. My granddad used to watch Howard Stern and let me watch it. I'd be like, God, young as fuck. Listen to him on the radio, too, back in the day. And, uh, anyway, yeah, he just would not have flown. It was so fucking anti what the goddamn world is now. It's so funny. It's so fucking funny. And, like, that's how he fucking made it, dude. That's how he made it. And now he's, like, on that dumb shit now. So, I don't know. I'm not going to get off into him because we could go all fucking, you know, we've, we've kind of been on him and we can go all fucking. I'll fucking show on him, but uh, he just pisses me off, man. Just, just fucking retire, you Jerry curl, fucking having fuck, you fucking, fucking hypocrite. Yeah, hypocrite, fuck. You're already rich as fuck. What else are you gonna do? He's got a hot ass wife. Like get the fuck out of here, man. Like you're a bitch. You're a yeah. fuck boy. He's. A, um, I agree. Fuck boy. Yeah, and, and the other stuff from the week, man, this is kind of like we don't do down shit, but I feel like I need to call this out. Ozzy Osbourne, man. So Ozzy Osbourne, man, um, I don't think he's going to tour anymore. So he's getting really fucking old now. That nah, sucks, man. But I think his I think his team is working on uh, is working on um, you know something. I don't know what that would be, but. Uh, you know, maybe one of those hologram shows. I don't know. It's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's so fucking old though, man. He snorted ants on tour. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, God damn, dude! Like the wildest motherfucker ever. And like I couldn't. I mean, hell, dude. He's like fucking eighty now. He performed into his seventies, like well into his seventies, dude. He was still out there doing shit. No, okay. Oh, let's take it back. He's seventy-four. All right. Fucker looks eighty, but <laughs> he was still fucking performing out there. I mean, he ain't Mick Jagger or no shit, but you know, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I would, I, would would he be considered harder in personal life than Mick Jagger? Maybe not more than Keith Richards. Oh, but, Keith Richards is a different, I don't yeah. know, he's a, he's a fucking alien. He, he's gotta be, but I mean, Ozzy to even make it to 74 and finally calling it, uh, finally slowing down. I mean, dude, yeah. these motherfuckers are a different breed. They really fucking are. Um, it's sad though, man. I mean, I feel like. You know, I, I think we're finally hitting that age where you start seeing your heroes that you grew up with start slowing down and shit or dying. And it's, uh, I don't know, it makes the world a, a weird, different place because you don't want to get into the new shit. We were just talking about that. And, you know, we're, we're not familiar with the newer shit because this is kind of, you know, our era. And it's, you know, to say the least, it's the end of an era. So that sucks, man. I like Ozzy. I like him a lot. Yeah, he bit the heads off of bats, and, uh... He didn't give a fuck. He had Zach Wilde as a lead guitarist, and Randy fucking Rhodes, you know, God rest his soul, but, uh... Fucking shit, dude. Yeah, well, you know, he'll do something, man. They'll probably have him on stage as a fucking hologram, you know? I thought that shit was kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be the coolest thing, I think, because who wants to watch him on a fucking... Like, let's go ahead, put him in a venue... You know, we'll do it the hologram way, and uh, you can still have the venue experience and uh, do some other cool shit. Have some other bands out there, or you know, something like that. What they do that? That was with uh, Tupac, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was with Tupac, and I think with Chief Keef too, and he was arrested. And uh, yeah, man, they can do goddamn anything nowadays. So crazy time. And that's going to go ahead and flip it to this, folks. <laughs>
proofreading this time, and we got some pretty cool stories related to nerd shit, and maybe a world record. So, man, we, you, we talked about Star Wars. We never, you were never a Star Wars guy. No, I've tried, but I, ugh, man, I just, I have not and cannot get into it. I'll say this about Star Wars, uh, eh, like maybe one or two movies are cool. You get really high and watch them, but like that's really I don't get into like the whole, you know, going out and you know collectibles or you know going into a new movie at three in the morning before anybody gets there or standing in line type shit. Nah. But we have some Han Solo's. Han Solo's original blaster sells for a world record. One million fifty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. This article is by Ben Hooper, by the way. Han Solo's blaster from the original Star Wars trilogy became the most expensive prop gun sold at auction with a price of just what I said: one million fifty-seven thousand five hundred. The blaster, known officially in Star Wars lore as the Blast Tech DL44 Heavy Blaster. Was one of the other by actor Harrison Ford during the filming of 1977 Star Wars Episode for A New Hope. Illinois-based Rick Island auction said the blaster is one of a three to survive to the modern day. The was modeled after a German-made Mauser C96 taken to World War One and utilized parts from a World War II-era MG81 machine gun, as well as an early 20th-century. And so let's wear a rifle, uh, rifle scope. Guinness World Records confirmed a price earned the blaster a title of most expensive. Probably not a solar dog shell. So, man, somebody got paid. Wish I'd run across a fucking cool collectible like that, but that never really happens. Yeah, um, like a thrift store find or some shit kind of. That would be good. Yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of, I, I wish I could get into Star Wars. I, I'm really, I'm fascinated by like how deep the the worlds and the characters are. And this is another dive we've gone down. I won't go down it again. Um, it's just so much, man. It's so intense, and I think that's why. If you didn't grow up with it, I feel like starting it now, I just, I'm immediately fucking lost. And I've tried. I've tried to watch a couple of the movies, and and yeah, you're right. Some of them are tight and shit, but. Um, I yeah, I'm mostly just falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of goddamn shit. So, ah, I don't know, man. I'm, you know, I wish I, I, I really wish I did. Is there something like that you feel like, man, you wish you liked some shit, but you just don't? Oh. Math. Hate <laughs> math. Fucking hate oh, it. Yeah, wish I loved it, but hate it. Hate yeah. it, man. Fuck, I do too. Now, I know you got kids, man, so what if one of them, don't you got one that's about nine or so, maybe around that yeah. age? Ten. All right. Ten, okay. Let's say that that kid already got that high school diploma last year. Ooh. Man, what would what would you do as a parent? God, would you go on and send them to college at this, this level or just kind of chill out? Maybe do, uh, I don't even know what the hell you do. Yeah, I don't even know. That'd be weird, man. Yeah, fuck. I mean, you know what? If if she's ready for college, yeah, fuck, I'd, I'd send her, let her go. I mean, if they've already finished school that early, hell yeah, why not? 
Well, a Pennsylvania nine-year-old earned high school diploma by Ben Hooper. A nine-year-old Pennsylvania boy with dreams of becoming an astrophysicist is one step closer to his goal after graduating high school. David Belogan started at Harrisburg Reach Cyber Charter School as a third grader and now has been awarded high school diploma after completing required classes virtually from his home in Ben Salem. Quote, I want to do it because I had the ability to do it, end quote, Balogun said, so why not use those abilities for the greater good? Balogun, who is also working in his black belt in karate, has always, uh, already completed a semester at Bucks Community College and looking to continue his education at a four-year college or university. I want to be an astrophysicist, and I want to study black holes and supernovas, Balogun oh, told TBS Philadelphia. The boy's parents who have advanced degrees said their son is unusually gifted. Quote, he's a nine-year-old with a brain that just has the capacity to understand and comprehend a lot of concepts that's beyond his years and sometimes beyond my understanding, said his mother, Ronya. All right, so this is a complicated deal. The dude's nine years old, super smart. Man, what do you do with that, man? Because the midlife crisis is either going to come earlier in life or you do your bad shit at some point. It's going to be earlier, it's going to be later. God damn. Smartest has no fucking, like, uh... Mm, what do I want to say? Bearing on this, right? He's nine. Bro, he ain't ready for college. He ain't ready for the social aspect yeah, of college. Yeah, college. He could go do that, man. I mean, yeah. And uh, he did He did virtual high school shit. So, yeah, I guess that would be good for him. Yeah, and I mean, if he's a kid, I mean, he had, this motherfucker ain't even hit... I shouldn't call a kid a motherfucker. What am I doing? Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's weird because, I mean, you can be that smart. You can do the book work, which I've got a lot of questions about that. And I'm going to narrow them down. One, it seems like his parents are pretty well grounded and shit. It just seems like this kid's just a prodigy out of the womb. And so that takes me back. So I'm wondering who recognized, like, man, this kid's smart. How do you move somebody up at nine years old? And just realize they're that damn gifted, man. That is crazy to me. Um, God, I always thought going into high school from like middle school and shit. And I was like, man, I'm going to be a dumb fuck. I don't know any of this shit in middle school. And next year they're going to send me to high school. He's already planning on being an astrophysicist. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I think you make a good point. Uh, the social aspects, he, there's no way he's ready to handle Man, he hasn't even hit puberty yet. So... You can't be ready for the social aspects of it, but yeah, you can do the work. But what happens if he gets all the work done, he graduates college, and he's you know, 14? I mean, you put him in a job consulting at NASA or some shit? Hi, Jay Lee. I heard you wore culottes in high school, motherfucker. Culottes? <laughs> you make it sound like a, a Texas woman. What the hell is a culotte? Is that like a... Uh... What is that? Is that like a Capri or something? I don't even know what that is. That's like those baggy knickers shorts, breeches that the French wore. God, Wiss, what is Wiss talking about? I mean, that's what I heard, Wiss. Remember there are extra roomy, you know, jams. Remember those shorts, jams? Man, I don't think you two young remember jams. And there was these, they used to have these shorts called jams, dude. And they'd be like these funky, like, fucking shorts, dude. And they had all kind of, like, sh- colors and, like, uh, patterns on them and shit. I remember students in school used to always have these different fucking jams on all the time. I'm like, this is a crazy time. This motherfucker must be rich. He's got a different pair of jams on every day. Damn. Man. 
the fucking 90s, right? Crazy. Oh, yeah. I remember when that Bugle Boy shit was really popular. Remember Bugle Boy? Yeah, dude, the commercials. They had a weird commercial. Yeah, so, there was like somebody that was like a giant or something. And it was like, living large, living large. And shit I met like a that. Wrangler rep at the, uh, at the French Bistro the other day. He was like a what rep the... for Wrangler, right? Yeah, like, what the uh, fuck was he up to? Oh, he's still chilling there with his wife. He's like in the business. He's like on the industrial side, though. Okay. Yeah, and he gives me a fucking card for a free pair of jeans. I'm like, hell oh, yeah. Dude, that's fucking sweet. Now, how do you redeem that? You just... uh, they already redeemed it. They already came, dude. They give you this card. You like, you get on the website, right? And Damn. you get, and you, it's, I got a hell of a lot of like uh, choices on there. You can pick a pair of jeans or a shirt or something. So I got a pair of jeans. Dude, they came like the next week. No shit. I'm like, damn, I've already been busting them hoes. They look pretty all right, man. That ain't bad, dude. I'll take a free pair of fucking jeans, dude. Not bad at all. Dude, fuck yeah. I'll always take a free pair of jeans and shit. I actually wrote to, uh, man, who was it? It was Era Postel one time. And I wrote Are them. around? I don't think so. I went to the mall the other day. I said the other day. It's probably a couple weeks ago, but I didn't see the store. But I actually like their jeans, but I wrote to them. I was actually trying to model for them and probably too ugly and shit. But they, uh, I asked how you get into it from them and they just wrote me a letter back saying that they actually just recruit from agencies. They don't directly do it, but uh, they sent me a coupon for a free pair of jeans and I actually took that postcard into the store and dude, they let me pick out a free pair of jeans. Shit was cool. Damn. Uh, you know what? All right. So, um, Let's see. Now, I know we were talking about world records. Love them. We got a world record for an old-ass dog. He's like 30 years old. Ooh. Yeah. Doug Cunningham is not the dog's name, but the dude who wrote this. 30-year-old dog. His name's like Bobby or some shit. He don't even look 30. This is like a dog that looks like not that old. He'd be chilling. I bet he smokes weed and shit. So, uh, Bobby is 30 years old. Guinness said in a statement that the Portuguese dog took the record from a 23-year-old dog named Spike, who was named the world's oldest living dog in January. Bobby, Guinness said, had broken the nearly century-old record for oldest dog ever. That was set by Bluey. Bluey and Bobby. An Australian cattle dog lived 29 years, five months, between 1910 and 1939. Bobby, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Bobby or Bobby, as of February 1, 2003, 30 years, 266 days old. He has lived an entire life with the Costa family in the rural village of Conquero Liria, Portugal, the Guinness fool said. Bobby is a purebred Rafiero de Alentijo, which is a breed of livestock guardian dog with an average life expectancy of 12 to 14 years. Bobby's age has been confirmed through a 1992 registration with the Veterinary Medical Service of the Municipality of Liria. According to Guinness, Bobby's age was confirmed by the Portuguese Pet Data. <laughs> yeah, <God damn> it. <laughs> the Portuguese Pet Database. Okay, I didn't know they had one of them. Um, <clears throat> That's for real. <laughs> they're official. Bobby's age is the only miracle of his life. He was one of several puppies born in an outbuilding belonging to the Costa family, but was decided not to keep them. Unfortunately, at this time. It was considered by uh, normal uh, by older people who could not have more animals at home to bury the animals in a hole so they would not survive. Jesus. He God. said his parents quickly removed the puppies, but Bobby 
Bubba left Bobo behind on a stake. According to the Coast family, Bobo was never chained or attached to a leash and always roamed the farm land and forest near the Coast of home. Bobo has always eaten human food and, uh, yeah. So, old Bobo, man, what is this? A, is this a. It don't say. Oh, he. Okay. So, it is a he. Yeah. Bobo. Man, he's a good that's looking dog. dog. Yeah. He is a handsome boy. Yeah, smiling still, teeth look good, eating human... Man, see, his teeth look good because he ain't crunching on those hard-ass kernels that they put in a fucking sack. He's eating good, nice human food. Yeah, you gotta uh, gotta give your dog good food, man. Yeah, you can't give him that bullshit, man. Old Roy and shit from... uh, (laughs) Old Roy! (laughs) My granddad be getting a... 80 pound sack of that when we were kids and making me lift that shit because he, he couldn't carry it and making that man it was like seven dollars for 80 pounds and he's putting it in a trough for all his dogs to eat yeah uh, well this motherfucker over here eating steak and salad boby steak and salad oh boby man he's chilling man let's go ahead and take some calls and see what's happening on the phone all right looks like we got um who the hell is this Titania from Jasper. Hi, this is Tommy from Jasper, Alabama. Girl, you're single. You need a girl from Walker County in your life. All right, let's go ahead and go to Janie in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Janie from Jacksonville. And I just wanted to know what you fellas thought about the hire of Kevin Steele and Tom Harris for Alabama. Oh yeah, you know what? I you know this weekend was fucking weird, and I wasn't gonna bring it up, but you know, old Janie called, so no football. Odd. Was still odd. Good, yeah, no, no football this weekend. So weird. We don't have anything. No pro football. Anything. It's one of those lull weeks weekends for uh, for the big the big danks, if you will. But man. What do you think about? Well, first, just go on the OC side. I don't know much about Tommy Reese, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer to you on this. What do you think about this guy? Yeah, I didn't know much about him, but I did my homework and I looked because I think there's always a knee-jerk reaction. So, you know, before I say good, bad, unknown, Saban knows what he's doing. He's not gonna hire somebody that's a piece of shit. And I think some of the reactions from people are a little overkill. Man, I mean, I get it. You want name recognition. You want somebody that's putting up, you know, huge offenses and shit like that. You're not gonna get them in a coordinator position. If they're that good, they're gonna move on to head coaching. And they're not gonna go to Alabama unless they really need that experience to get to the next level, in my opinion. Um, Looking at what he did, Notre Dame, he's young. I think that's a good thing for Alabama because at 30 years old, um, he's familiar with this era of offense. He he played at Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame is not an impressive school, but I mean, they, I think with the caliber of players at Alabama, and I think with the caliber of guy that people say that he is, uh, I know uh, Brian Kelly wanted him at LSU. He didn't go. Um, That to me says a lot. And if Saban wants him, that, says a lot so i think it's cautiously optimistic give him a chance because you're playing with a lot better talent here i mean you can probably execute any x's and o's at notre dame but if you don't have the talent it may not you know come it may not execute like you want it to i think at alabama that's going to be a different story so i I don't think it's you know 
the hire that a lot of people wanted, but I, I don't think it's bad either. I, I think uh, I think with the talent Alabama gets, as long as they're half-ass decent, you you can put up a lot of numbers. So <sighs> that's my long-winded opinion, Grant Mills on the OC. What do you think? I really have no idea about this guy. Um. Uh, so let's just see. But uh, but now we got Kevin Steele. This is a retread. But I don't I don't think it's necessarily bad. I think like uh, let's just see how uh, how it goes. Uh, like you said, Nick Saban's the uh, he's the man in charge anyway, man. When it comes down to it, so you know it's not just it's a whole collaborative effort. And uh, I, I don't yeah. Listen, obviously. This guy wasn't first choice, but there were our worst choices than Kevin Steele. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Steele's been kind of a bounce around guy. Um, I saw some interesting facts about him. I, I think it's kind of weird, but I think the benefit to Kevin Steele is exactly opposite of Tommy Reese. He's old; he's sixty four, I think. Um, but I, you know, he's not he's not going to go anywhere. He's not going to get an opportunity like this again, in my opinion. I don't think someone's going to gamble on him as a head coach. Uh, he has terrible head coaching. Um, so I, I think he's going to be stuck in this position. Good thing is, though, he's he had some impressive defenses when he was with Auburn. Uh, you know, that was the team under uh, Malzahn that beat Alabama three times, and they were pretty stingy defenses. Um, you know, people talk good about him. I think he's a, I think he's a good coordinator. I, I think just the bounce around is what is uh, – you know, he tends to go place to place, whether that's no fault of his own. I, I, I don't know, but uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, I think there's good to both. I don't think there's great, but I also don't think it's fair to say until they actually get on the get on the field and, and do some shit. Um, so but Saban's got the talent and, and Kiffin even tweeted today, made a fucking great point. Saban recruited a number one class with no coordinators. I mean, that's pretty fucking impressive. So all he needs these guys to do is execute their job with the talent he gets, and Alabama will be fine. I'm a, I love Bama, y'all. Well, great insight. <laughs> Man, what an analyst you are. I'm a, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and go to... <laughs> Let's go ahead and go to Jacques in Paris, Paris, France. Oh, shit. This is Jacques, you stupid American. I want to go ask you, fat American, what is your favorite snack food you eat? I know you fat Americans love to eat, especially snacking. With French, I love a little biscuit, with a fromage, maybe a little poisson as well. So tell me what your fat Americans love. Oh God, he's rude. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not really a snacker anymore. I guess maybe when I was a kid, you know. Uh, mm, man. Um, I like Star Crunch, yeah. A little, a little bit thick and maybe Star Crunch. And uh, a little baby Swiss roll, Oh, so I tried to eat a Swiss roll recently. I, I almost had a stroke. <laughs> Set up massive coronary. That's fucking teasers. I don't even know how the hell we ate that shit back in the day. No, they sweet as fuck, man. You know what I get down on sometimes is some beef jerky. 
Uh, get a what kind like that. though, man? There's so much, so much different kinds. You have actually, like a preferred brand. I don't actually. Walmart makes a pretty good, great value brand. I'm sure it's just a uh, you know, it's probably some of the same shit. They just package it in their own thing. But man, just some teriyaki style beef jerky in the bag. Pull out a couple pieces. Good snack. I'm like you. I don't. I can't do sugary snacks anymore. I I, I can. I can. Man, I had some cake this weekend. Birthday cake, red velvet, and it's good. But man, I cut me a tiny little slice of that thing. You know, back in the day, we were eating whole ass corners of a birthday cake, and man, probably fucking 250 grams of sugar in that. But I don't get down on too much sugar shit anymore. I can't eat anything nowadays, man. Everything's bad for you. White potatoes are bad. They got lectins. Corn, bad. It's got lectins. Uh, what the fuck am I supposed to eat, man? Like, uh, what the fuck, man? It's all a scam. Man, that's so, that fucking dog, Bobby. What the fuck he eating? He lives. <laughs> Bobby eating time. that good shit. Yeah, what's oh, he eating? No. Eat that shit. You can fix, like, homemade dog food. I don't know, man. Uh thought about that when you like fix it in a big ass like you do a meal prep for the dog man he's got, <laughs> he's got it pretty fucking good god damn yeah just to watch him go out and take a shit in your yard yeah and you gotta pick it up and oh man god. that's what they do down here i see a lot of hot girls picking up dog shit man you gotta get on the phone with a uh, mr <laughs> mr scooper they can help you out with this shit <laughs> oh man whatever happened to them let's go to know. jack in new jersey Game. That was a cool game. What you game was that? that? It's called Narc. Narc. It had like a you were uh, it had a two player game. It was like a two player okay. side scroller, and uh, you had like a uh, the red guy and the blue guy. You were cops. Cool. And, cool. Uh, really good graphics back then too. And you could like you had a like a machine gun and um, a rocket launcher. And you'd be blowing up people. It was cool, man. Pretty cool game. Pretty like. Especially for back then, man, like the detail. Yeah, um, ch- checking it out now. It, it's slowly bringing back some memories. I, I remember it arcade-wise, but God, that's a that's a good throwback. Really good throwback. I bet M. Wiggy knows that game. Oh, yeah. oh M. Wiggy. M. Wiggy. <laughs> so we do got to add that to the... We got 25. 25 uh, selections. And uh, I'm not going through them real fast right now. Silent Scope, DDR, Top Scare, T2, Afterburner, Arch Rival, Centipede, Dig Dug, Frogger, 720, Tekken 2, MK1, MK2, Street Fighter 2, MK3, Miss Pac-Man, Cruising USA, Tron, Dragon's Lair, Pac-Man, uh, Simpsons, Moonwalker, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, uh, WrestleFest, Lucky and Wild, Tekken 3, and now Narc at 26. Putting that down on the list... Keep on with your calls, folks, with the ultimate game room picks, everybody. We're at 26 right now. We've got Gerald in Ohio as our next caller. This is Gerald from Akron, Ohio. I got a piss test tomorrow, and I'm 
Gerald called the right place. I wish he hadn't hung up, but I wanted to ask a couple more questions. But he did say piss test. So I was going to come up with a segment called Adventures in Drug Testing, but we had someone call already, so I will give my expertise. Now, Gerald says he has a piss test tomorrow. Gerald, if you can go to your local head shop or somewhere that has artificial urine, such as Quick Fix or Dr. X's Agent. Wait a minute, Dr. Green's Agent X is also another one. You got to make sure it has urea in it because some of the places have got hip to the game and they test for urea, but <clears throat> anything like quick fix or doctor well, agent X, whatever the fuck, it's going to have it on the front. It'll say it contains urea. You're good. Probably about three ounces. I'm going to tell you what to do, Gerald. Here's what you do. There's many methods, but this is the easiest one. On the morning of your test, Gerald, gonna have your three ounce bottle of your quick fix or whatever it is all right it's got a temperature strip on it put it in the microwave for 10 to 15 seconds now once you grab it out of the microwave i'm gonna need you to butt cheek it in between your butt cheeks do not remove the seal or anything like that from the cap leave it as is put it in between your butt cheeks and then go to your testing site all right, at this point, you're good to go. It's going to keep your temperature in between 90 and 100 degrees because this is all they're going to be looking for. So once you, uh, you do your thing, you go in, nobody's going to be watching you here because, you know, this is not what well, this is what we're presuming. Uh, now, if you're going to a place where they're watching you, we can get into that into a different deal. But this is not that scenario. All right, go in. Put it into your container. Then put the, don't throw it away. Don't throw away the evidence. Put it back in your drawers and you'll dispose of it later. Just in case. Those They probably don't care, but that's probably not a good idea anyway. Take it with you. Take your trash with you. You're good to go as long as it tests in between 90 and 100 degrees. You're good to go. There's passing. Now, I do have one thing that I do want to say to you, you guys out there trying to pass a hair test. A hair drug test, that's hard, right? A lot of people don't pass it, but there's also one little part of information that people get wrong with a hair test. With a hair drug test, trying to pass a hair drug test with shampoo, with a, you know, a Medicaid, a medicating, a, a shampoo that's going to keep you clear for a couple of days. Now, I know Wiskriggy has uh, a piss test uh, <laughs> process, but we'll get into that maybe at another time. What the, but what I'm going through with this hair thing, though, there's a tip, all right? You do the shampoo on your hair, all right? Here's where people fuck up. They get the comb that they've been using before they even apply that, right? That's got all the weed shit on it's been on it. Oh. And then they comb their hair with it and redeposit the weed shit. So Ooh. don't do that, all right? It's probably a hard thing to remember because it's habitual, but if you got to do a hair test, then that's a tip. Style it with your washed hands and not your previous brush with hair follicle weedness all over it. Good tip. T tip of the month. There you go, Gerald. There you go. That's a. Uh, that's uh, so. What do you? I, I've got to ask. What do you do if somebody is watching you? That's is that a, another deep dive though, or? 
You might have to get something like a Wizinator or because ah. I don't know about that. Well, that's what I would do. I've never, I've never uh, had to do that. Or like some guys will get uh, Drano crystals and Ooh. like, uh, yeah, that's pretty hardcore though. And uh, put them up in their nails, and then when they piss and like scratch it off into the, into the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually had a uh, temp job one time. Worked for a uh, went to a temp agency. Worked at this place for a month. Fucking sucked. But it was a background screening place, and part of the job, the actual guy that did the uh, piss test monitoring was out for a week, so they asked me to do it for the men that were coming in taking their piss test. So had a, uh, I guess, administer or monitor three piss tests. I didn't even give a shit, man. They wanted you in there watching them while they did this, man. I just told them, I said, man, go in there, man, and do your shit. I, I'm not looking at you. I, dude, I ain't no pecker checker. Is this pre-employment, or is this some kind of law enforcement deal? I, I think they did both, um, but the ones that I did were all pre-employment. Um Aww. Yeah, so they would send them there. But, yeah, I think they did both there. But, man, I didn't give a shit. I, you know, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the wrong thing. But that was not the job description I signed up for. They put me in that position because somebody was missing it. They didn't have a backup. That's on them. So when the guys – I guess I think I did three monitorings. But, ah, fuck that, dude. I, when the guys came in, I was like, man, go in that bathroom and do it. And they asked me to keep the door cracked and monitor them while they did it. I'm not doing that, man. Like I said, I'm not a pecker checker. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Fuck that Let's go to Drew in... Where's this fool calling from? Italy. Yes, Drew from Italy. I just wanted to ask you, what is your favorite pastas? Have you been to Italy? You should go. But I love a good angel hair. What about you? <laughs> uh, you sound like you're from Transylvania. Damn, Drew. I don't know, man. Like Dracula. <laughs> Um, man, I like some linguine, man. That's some good shit with some garlic and shrimps. Oh, well, what about you, man? You like that angel hair, I bet, Jay Wiggy. Man, I took some angel hair. I, I get down with some fucking baked ziti and shit. You like, uh, you like oh, ziti? Oh, I haven't had that in a long time, man. Yeah, baked ziti. What do you, you put some meat in there with that, or, uh... God, I haven't had them forever, but yeah, man. A any pasta dish. You know, pasta reminds me of Mexican food, man. It's pretty much the same shit with just different noodles and cooked a little differently. But uh, noodles, meat, and cheese is the basis of uh, some good pasta, man. I have not had baked ziti in a while. My mom used to actually get down and make some good-ass baked ziti. But uh, I might have to get that out, man. I like some baked ziti. That's a good question. We got some oh, international man. international uh, cuisine and international callers tonight. I'm impressed. Yeah, right. Klaus is, uh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Klaus is just an engineer. You don't have shit to do with it. They're calling yeah. in because they love the show. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why. Um, yeah, ZD uh, loves the show. I like them, uh, Manicotti. Manicotti. I don't know. That's a like, real big one, I think. And uh, they stuff it with a lot. That actually looks pretty good, man. I need to, mm -hmm. like, uh, I'm always on a quest. You know, my last thing was the double cheeseburger. So I got to get a new thing out of, uh, Master, I, you know, the last thing was the chicken fillet roll-up. I was trying to reverse engineer, but I'm kind of giving up on that. I don't know. I, I, I got the ingredients. I just need the uh, spicing. But I, that's a hard thing to uh, to kind of get down, but I feel we'll get it. Let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and take one. Another call, Aaron in Chi-Town. Hey, Ron. This is Aaron from Chicago. 
about them yeah, Justin Fields I don't even know who the coach is I don't know man it's just a team I don't give a shit about yeah <laughs> I don't either who is the coach Dick Butkus yeah he probably should be yeah probably all right because um, the last one I remember is Matt Nagy but he's not there anymore and so it's uh somebody but yeah I don't know man they got a talented quarterback and um you know I thought they had a good defense at one time with Callow Mack. And uh, I don't know what to say about that fucking team, man. They're just kind of – they might be cursed. Only thing about them, they had a Super Bowl in 85. So, how cursed are you, dude? I mean, the Raiders are cursed, but they had one in 82. So, maybe they are cursed, man. I guess it's all about perception on this one. Yeah, Chicago seems like a uh, – that actually seems like a cool pro game to go see a, a Bears game. I could, I could get down on that. That'd be a cool, a cool bucket list game to go watch. Not that I give a shit about them, but I think their fans probably have a lot of passion. It reminds me of a uh, Bears fans remind me of Roseanne in the eighties <laughs> and nineties. Oh man, remember that shit? Living in poverty outside of Chicago and being big Bears fans and shit. Hell yeah! I never really got into that show. Some people love that shit. I don't know, man, but uh... I could. I could do without it. It's it's kind of depressing. It's like the Wonder Years, man. The Wonder Years is a fucking good show, but I can't watch it again because it's so goddamn depressing. <laughs> uh, this was a good show, man. Wendy would have got the name. Yeah. Still fine, goddamn. Wendy, get in the jello. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, we got a... Uh, this is a special... I know we've been on that boxing shit lately, right? So, I got another one. This is a Dreamcast one for uh, this current vintage video game review, folks. So, this is a Dreamcast title, Ready to Rumble Boxing, Round 2. Ready to Rumble Boxing Round 2 is a boxing game for the Dreamcast, Nintendo 64, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and Game Boy Advance. It is also the sequel to Ready to Rumble Boxing. Now, you might be wondering why I didn't review Ready to Rumble Boxing first. But fuck it. Uh, this is the game that I put, <laughs> that I uh, selected. Gameplay. Let's talk about the gameplay. Gameplay in this game is similar to that of the previous game. The more big hits. The player lands consecutively to spell out rumble appear below the player side of the screen. Letters also appear when the fighter taunts his opponent. Once the word is formed, the powerful combo attacks can be activated. They will almost definitely knock out the opponent. This time, however, there are three levels of rumble which build up one after the other. If the player successfully lands a combo with his rumble meter full on the third level, where the letter starts smoking, the final blow can launch the opponent clear out of the ring. Giving the player instant victory. Man, did you ever get out on the ready to rumble shit? I think I did. It's uh, I, I'm looking at the uh, screen caps. I believe a buddy of mine had a. I did not have a Dreamcast. Did you have a Dreamcast? I ever get that? I did not, but I know they had this on PlayStation and PlayStation Two as well. That's right. It was a popular game at the time. I loved any boxing game. Still, a, still a big fan of any fighting game. Uh, MMA and, and boxing, but yeah, prior to MMA, boxing was the shit. I love the love the graphics. I love the characters of this game. I remember it a little bit, but I think it was a buddy. 
that had it that I played on the Dreamcast. So cool game for show. News from Midway sequel to Rage of Rumble Boxing were first been published back in summer 1999 in May 2000. Showed the game at E3. It was here that Midway announced the game would receive a PS2 release. In September 2000, the game was previewed for public demonstrating that year's ECTS. Same month, images and screenshots of two of the game's unlockable characters were unveiled. Revealed. Shaquille O'Neal and Michael Jackson. It was stated that Jackson was motion captured and digitally photographed for his character and also lent his own voice to the character, albeit a lower register than his usual speaking voice. <laughs> Midway released the PlayStation 2 version on October 23rd to coincide with the release of the PlayStation 2. As with the previous game, ring announcer Michael Buffer appears in the game as himself. The game's roster also features U.S. President Bill Clinton and his wife Hillary Clinton, credited respectively as Mr. President and the First Lady. Due to hardware restrictions, several characters had to be cut from the N64 version, namely Freaky Dicky, Wild Stubby Corley, Freedom Brock, GC Thunder, and Robox Reese 4, and Rumble Man. Man, this game was kind of cool, man. I played I played it a, a pretty good bit this weekend. How was it? Arcade style. Yeah, kind of like an arcade style game. Pretty Sweet. fun. And I had a good bit of uh, replay value. I would say it's not a bad game. That's uh, uh, a surprising Michael Jackson lent his likeness to a boxing game. That just seems... Uh, that just does not marry well. In a weird way, I, I just can't imagine him. Uh, I'm surprised he did that. Kudos to him because it, it seems kind of fun to have a, a Michael Jackson in a boxing game, but just did not seem like his avenue. Hey man, I probably gave him a fat ass chick. Yeah. Oh, Miss Honey. This game did receive mixed or average reviews on all platforms, except for the PlayStation 2 version. I didn't play that one, which received generally favorable reviews, according to review aggregation website Metacritic. Greg Orlando of NextGen said in its February 01 issue that the same PS2 version fills its spit bucket with last year's saliva. Five, five issues later, however, the magazine said the Game Boy Advance version was still in the ring, but out on its feet. Huh? And Japan, Famitsu gave the former console version a score of 31 out of 40. I'm going to give this bad boy 3 out of 5. Pretty fun, but not that fun. But still good. It's worth the play or 5. Maybe more than that, you know. I might get in and on it later on. I don't know, man. I've been wanting to get back on my football games, man. I might hit up Mutant League tonight or something. Fuck yeah. Mutant League's good shit. <sighs> fun. Fun games. It's all fun and games, man. Well, man, what's going on this week weekend, my friends? You got uh, you got big plans, watching some NBA games or some shit. I don't know. What is that? Man? Ooh, NBA. I have not gotten into basketball in a while. Alabama's got a hell of a basketball team, though. You been watching any of the Tide? No. I haven't either. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's just what everybody tells me, and I have to fake my way through the conversation. You know what? I'll probably keep getting down on a couple of streaming apps. I've been digging, checking out a couple of uh, Paramount shit. Uh, man, I've enjoyed the nostalgia, so probably going to go down and check out some more Nick shows. And uh, 
relive the 90s for a little bit. What say you, Grant Mills? It sounds like a good idea. Uh, I mean, uh, this week, of course, be working and uh, shit, I don't even know, man. I try not to plan anything, so nah. let's, let's, let's see what happens. Day by day, man. I'm gonna have to get down on some baked ziti, though. That caller from Italy got that on my mind. Man, baked ziti, that does sound good. I might have to might be in my next dish. Do it up. Yeah, I hit the subscribe button out there. Um, hope all you guys have a great week and weekend. Every Monday, 9.30. Subscribe, follow us. We'll be back next Monday at 9.30. Parting shots, stay with you. Send us your recipes and your video games, and we'll catch you guys next Monday at 9.30. Uh, see you then. Shout it out.